we'd like to welcome you back to our third and final part of our current event and weekly Bible study for August 3rd, 2014. <clears throat> have a couple listener comments. Uh, first one's from Randy, <clears throat> and it's regarding Ebola concerns and scenarios. He says, <clears throat> Randy says, millions of potentially of potential weaponized, quote, children crossing the border unimpeded, carrying God knows what, including antibiotic-resistant tuberculosis and leprosy, now Ebola. I've read the incubation period is up to three weeks. Meanwhile, the person may be considered as contagious. <clears throat> what if someone in, for example, Hamas, purposely infected a Honduran child on his or her way to the United States on one of those death trains? Now, we've already talked about the, the West African connection earlier. Okay, so this is another <clears throat> way that Hamas could do this. Uh, what if, for example, Hamas purposely affected a Honduran child on his or her way to the United States on one of those death trains through Mexico and hundreds of other children? The disease would, would or could spread exponentially, and by the time Obama and the DHS dispersed a biological weapon internally to all the lower 48 big cities, stick a fork in us, we're all done. Meaning, I think Obama and DHS would be working to further exacerbate that and then blame it on uh, the um, maybe the Honduran child or something like that. Meanwhile, they're releasing their own version of it itself. I think that's what he's getting at. <clears throat> he goes on to say, impossible, you say? Remember who told U.S. troops to stand under clouds of radioactive fallout? Meaning, I think that's in the uh, nuclear testing they did um, in World War II leading up to the um, bombs dropped at Hiroshima and Nagasaki. We did a lot of nuclear testing, and they told U.S. troops to stand under the clouds of radioactive fallout. And who infected generations of blacks with syphilis? Those are the Tuskegee Airmen experiments, giving them syphilis, not even telling them that, and then not giving them any treatment. Syphilis will eventually go into what they call tertiary syphilis, where it basically eats your brain, and you go insane. And it's a horrific way to die. So, those are just a couple experiments that the government's done to um, troops, and, you know, that's just a couple. There's legions of them. Globalist Dr. Eric R. Pianca gave a speech to the Texas Academy of Science last month in which he advocated the need to exterminate 90% of the population through airborne Ebola virus. Pianca's chilling comments and their enthusiastic reception again underscore the elite's agenda to enact horrifying measures of population control. Standing in front of a slide of human skulls, Pianca gleefully advocated airborne Ebola as his preferred method of exterminating the necessary 90% of humans choosing it over AIDS because of its faster kill rate. Ebola victims suffer the most torturous deaths imaginable as the virus kills by liquefying the internal organs and bleeding out of every bodily orifice. Good old Eric Pianca. Why don't you go first, Dr. Pianca? Let us know how it turns out for you in hell. You know? Kind of kind of send us a, a post-it note from hell. Kind of let us know how the whole scenario happened and worked out for you there, buddy. You know? Prince Charles publicly said he wished that he could be reincarnated as a, as a deadly virus to wipe out mankind, reducing Earth's population to below uh, 600 million <clears throat> to be their goal. Remember the Georgia Guidestones? Well, that's to reduce world population to 500 million. What better way to accomplish that goal and still leave a most intact infrastructure behind in its wake? 
meaning it's not going to hurt the buildings or the houses. I mean, other than, let's say, they got to go in and somebody died a horrific death and you've got Ebola infecting the. I mean, as long as they could sanitize the buildings, they could have an intact infrastructure and all of the annoying people would be gone. And then they could, they could take the remaining survivors and herd them into their cities just like the Hunger Games, which is really what this is all about, bringing us to that scenario where we're living in that Hunger Games-like um, environment where they've got their, their regions or whatever and um, uh, that you're forced to live in in abject poverty, being totally slaves to the state. And But in that movie, you notice the populations weren't near as big. They had already depopulated the Earth. Okay, in that particular uh, scenario. Another question from a listener uh, named Frank, and this is about, well, he says, how much would you recommend to buy and store for an Ebola outbreak, meaning of the mild silver protein? And how much would you recommend to take if one had symptoms of something like that? Now, I have posted my protocol. It's not my protocol. It's just a protocol that's out there um, <clears throat> under the doctor, doctor's desk reference at dr-johnson.com which is essentially in Vibe's website of protocols, and if you click on that, that thing, it gives you hundreds of different pot- protocols for different uh, infectious, bacterial, viral, candida-type. Um, some are diseases, you know, <clears throat> some are infections, things of this nature. So it kind of spells everything out there on that page. Now, my response is, Frank, see below for the Ebola dosage. If you actually had Ebola, an adult could easily consume a bottle of the 5,000 part per million per day until this started to turn around, which I hopefully would happen in one to four days. Now, I'm, I'm guesstimating here. I don't know. I've never had a case of Ebola. <clears throat> now, this would depend on the state of your immune system prior to getting the infection, and how bad the virus had encroached into your system before you implemented the silver. So there's a lot of variables here, okay, to take into account. That's why there's no way I can give you, like, okay, 100% accuracy that it's only going to take this long to get rid of. Those are the biggest two factors, I would think. State of your own immune system, before you contracted it, how long you waited, and, and basically before you implemented treatment, and then how bad the virus had encroached into your system, basically, before you implemented the silver. <clears throat> for, for Ebola as an adult, you would want to have, I would say, at least six bottles on hand per adult. Now listen, like I said, God can protect you. I'm not saying that you have got to do this. I'm not saying that whatever, the Lord Jesus Christ is on the throne. He knows what you can do and what you can't do. Um, <clears throat> I don't even like getting into this kind of stuff, because it looks so self-serving on my part. But... Just to be honest, that's what I would probably say regarding this. Um, remember, this is the worst case scenario thing um, that I'm saying here. Uh, six bottles per adult, life-saving tool, three to four bottles per child. Now, this is for Ebola. This is like the worst of the worst of the worst. I can't think of anything worse um, that you would ever deal with from a pandemic scenario. Uh now, you can see the proactive, I have another thing on proactive information below, and I'll get into that in a second. <clears throat> also, you will read in the Ebola attachment, selenium 
seems to be a very big player in combating Ebola, and I recommend and carry this whole food version of selenium uh, from Innate Response Formulas. And uh, it's much, also, it's much cheaper, obviously, but you're not going to use the selenium like you would mouse over protein. Uh, but I really believe in that selenium product as an antiviral agent. I don't think it's all you need, but I think that it would greatly aid if you could just do two things, the selenium and the mouse over protein. If you could do three, I'd say selenium, mouse over protein, and the whole food vitamin C. Four, I would add in D3, and five, I would add in zinc. These are what I would kind of say in order of importance, okay? Uh, but just two, the selenium, you really need to have this in addition to the miles of a protein. Uh, if anything, it's gonna you're going to get over it a lot quicker, and you're going to have to end up doing a lot less of the silver. I'm not about you having to take maximum dosage. I know the stuff's outrageously expensive, but it's also extremely concentrated. And we're going to get into the actual value per bottle compared to something like 20 parts per million silver, which is typically sold in a health food store, or 10 parts. Okay, we're going to get into, if you do cost comparison value, there, there's just, there's no comparison whatsoever. Um, and ultimately, I'm hoping with the selenium, you would end up having to take a ton less of the silver, because you'd get over it so much quicker. Uh, so, that would be good. Anyway, <clears throat> Selenium has been found to be almost totally depleted from the soils where Ebola is prevalent in Africa. Selenium is a potent antiviral agent, okay? Uh, It has also been found to be helpful in prevention of Ebola. Selenium and other things like whole food vitamin C, D3, zinc, echinacea, etc. should greatly cut down the days you should have to take the silver at full, quote, Ebola dosage. So all of those things that I just mentioned are way less more money than the silver. The echinacea, like that I carry, it's, I think Medier makes the best, uh, most potent herbs on the planet. It's not a cheap product. Okay, it's, I think it's the best echinacea on earth. Um, true echinacea, if you bit into it, whether it's a tablet or a capsule, your tongue will start to tingle from, I believe they're called the alkaloids, that is prevalent and present in active echinacea that works. Okay, most of the herbs you buy in health food store are garbage. Uh, particularly if you go into like Walmart or, or whatever, they're garbage. They're just putting something in a capsule and like trying to write on the coattails of other research that's found this to be good at whatever. Okay, they're typically not using the dosages and the purity that they do in clinical studies. Mediherb makes sure they do all that and way more. Uh, Mediherbs. Echinacea will make your tongue tingle like <laughs> nothing I've ever <laughs> tasted. It's a very distinct thing. Real echinacea to get the real stuff is kind of an amazing thing when you first experience that. Anyway, um, so also St. John's wort is very is a very potent antiviral. Okay, I would say St. John's wort works in a similar way to selenium in being an antiviral, but it's on more of an herbal side. Selenium's on a mineral side, okay? So I'm just trying to give you some things that maybe you might have some of these things already and you didn't even know it would be good for that. So then you can kind of take advantage of what you already have in your in your little immune system war chest. So let's go further. If you decide to order, um, I have reinstituted the 5,000 part per million special. 
if you order from me personally. Um, and just If you want to know more about that, just email me. I don't want to say much more about it online, but you can email me. You can always order it off the website, the dr-johnsonwebsite.com. Um, Dr. Dr. Symbol, J-O-H-N-S-O-N.com. Um, you can always order off that site. Uh, but I also have a personal kind of inventory of the 5,000 that I have a special running on. And I've had to kind of like bring it off and on because I run out and then I have to kind of say, okay, I don't, I'm not running. I don't make any announcements typically. Um, but if you do want to do that, just email me and I'll let you know the particulars. So, let's go further. Ebola. Also known and originally known as Marburg virus disease. Okay? A lot of people don't know that. Marburg virus disease was essentially what it was called in its early days. Supposedly a slightly different strain, but essentially the same thing. <clears throat> what is the dosage for Ebola? In five, 5,000 part per million in five mild silver protein. When combining an advancing presentation of Ebola within the subject individual, it is mandatory to maintain a steady state of mild silver protein in the bloodstream via 15 cc's or 3 teaspoons of 5,000 part per million every 4 hours. Now, that's a lot, I know. 3 teaspoons every 4 hours. Let's say, um, you know, so there's there's 8 doses in a day. That's basically one full bottle. Okay? Now, granted, this is not something that you should have to do for more than, I can't see, 4 days max? Of course, I've never had an Ebola patient, so I can't say that for sure. But I'm talking four days max at one bottle per day as a life-saving agent. Okay? Um, I wouldn't imagine, especially if you had selenium on hand or in, in any of the other things that I mentioned. Especially if you went into this with a, uh, a uh, good functioning immune system. Let's say you'd already done stuff, like I, I had mentioned. Uh, you know, I, I think there's a lot of things you're, you're going to be able to do to try to uh, greatly uh, accelerate your recovery so you don't have to take so much of the silver. So it's not such a financial burden uh, on you. Anyway, so this would essentially be six times per day, uh, four hours, every four hours, okay? So... Um, this, do this dosage would be for adults of 120 pounds and up, but reduced for children via percentage of their body weight in relation to 120 pounds. So I would imagine, let's say they were 90 pounds, you would want to do, I'd say, two teaspoons every four hours. Um, go down to 60, you're probably looking at one teaspoon every four hours. Okay. You run into smaller do smaller weights than that. I have a child dosing conversion chart I'll be getting into in a second. I'm not going to go over every little thing of it. This is why I make the PDFs. So you can literally, well, you can go up and you can save it to your computer. And then you can print them out as well if you want a hard copy. Let's say we got hit with an EMP or something like that. Or maybe you could put it on a flash drive and keep it wrapped in aluminum foil so that if we got an EMP attack, it wouldn't be, the data wouldn't be destroyed. Uh, back up your hard drive uh, onto a, um, onto a uh, <clears throat> external hard drive, and you'd have everything there. And, and make sure you keep it 
like, well, well wrapped in, in like three layers of aluminum foil, bare minimum, if you want something that's going to be EMP-proof. Uh, there's other ways you can make EMP enclosures. There's, there's bags you can buy. There's EMP protective, uh, like Mylar bags. They work. Just look it up online, EMP-proof bags. Those are ways you can protect your data and your materials uh, as well. So let's go further. Now, this is just days ahead, what to expect, how to prepare proactive measures in the event of a pandemic. Um, this is a different. This is a slightly toned down version of what I just got into. That is max worst case scenario, worst thing you could get on planet Earth that we know of, Ebola. The dosage that I just gave is that. Okay, this is a slightly toned down version of that. Okay, so if you want to avail yourself to that information for a pandemic, you can do that. Okay, I don't really want to get into this because you, you might say, yeah, but you just said a second ago you need to do this. Yes, that was for Ebola. This would be something like, let's say, that's less virulent, um, in, but still may be a pandemic. All right, um, again, you stay at home, avoid contact with the populace till outbreak passes. When taking this type of dosage, make sure you drink at least eight eight ounce glasses of purified water per day. Why? Because all that colloidal silver, all that mouse silver protein is going to kill a lot of bad guys. Let's say in the case of Ebola, it's killing the Ebola virus pathogens, and there's all of this dead debris in the bloodstream. Well, it needs to get out of you. Well, water is one of the best ways you can use to flush that out of your system. If you don't do that, you're going to go into a massive Herxheimer reaction. You're probably going to do that anyway, which is like a die-off reaction, which is a good thing, but you're not going to feel good. You're going to get a massive headache. You're going to feel like garbage. Of course, you're probably going to feel like garbage if you have Ebola anyway, but this is a good kind of garbage. You know, It's better than like bleeding out of every orifice. <laughs> That's the kind of garbage you don't want. Okay, so... Again, and again, I can't sit here and say, this is a cure. The only ones that can do that are the guys with the white lab coats and the magic prescription pads. I always have to preface everything. For FDA purposes, I can't say this is a cure. If it was me, this is what I would do. Okay, That's about as much as I can say about Ebola. Okay, So for FDA purposes, I have to put it, word it that way, So just so you know. Um, you can also use mouse silver protein over an infectious site, uh, let's say it was an uh, external type of wound, you can actually use the 5,000 part per million right over the site. Um, you can use iodine, uh, like Lugol's iodine over the site. You can use hydrogen peroxide. You can alternate them, hit it from different angles. If the site is more internal, where it's not a big open wound, you can apply DMSO. DMSO, you can get it at most health food stores. Uh, that'll help drive it into the soft tissues. These are things you can do. Um, the mild silver protein should be viewed like an insurance policy that hopefully you will never have to use. But even if you don't use the product in the event of a pandemic, it can be diluted and taken on an everyday basis. But really, 10 to 15 drops, if you wanted to take it every day, 10 to 15 drops would be used to ward off yeast and other things in the bloodstream. Just 10 to 15 drops per day. A bottle would last you, oh... It's like 183 days if you did 15 drops a day, I think. Something like that. It's like more, way more than half a year. So 10 drops is even more than that. So I think there's over 2,000 drops per bottle, per four-ounce bottle. Um, 
because of Bob Silver is so stable, it has a, a minimum 15-year shelf life. Reality is they've never had a bottle go bad. Okay, so they figured out how to stabilize it, even at very, very high part per million. No other company's been able to do that. There, um, There's no other colloidal silver company in any form that's come close to the shelf life or their potency. Even the 20 part per million, they can't figure out how to stabilize it very long. Um, I remember I, I, I was working um, with this company, Utopia Silver. It's a very, very common brand. They make Mezzo Silver, Utopia. It's all the same stuff. And... Um, I remember when I stopped using their product, it just kind of shut sat on the shelf. And I've been selling it a little bit and never sat on the shelf that long. Well, I remember the, when I look back after been sitting on the shelf after I think it was a year, all of it had fallen to the bottom of the of the bottle. It was all it all fall, and then it's worthless in that form. It's not even in a. It has to be. You can't just shake it up and it comes back to life. It's. And, and it just showed me how unstable even these extremely low part per million silvers are. Now, if you make it yourself with a generator, it's even worse. You don't even have a month's shelf life on that stuff. And you really need to consume it, like, closely after you've made it. And even then, it's purely, almost purely ionic silver, which converts into um, silver chloride in the bloodstream or in the stomach, which is basically inert. And it, 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 literally, that's the kind of silver that can turn you gray. Okay, because it's it's unstable, it's in an unusable form, and it will build up in the soft tissues. I've told the story about I've met people that were morbidly gray, and they drank like 8 to 16 ounces of their own generator-made silver per day. And Vive Silver has never caused one case of Argyria ever, even though it's at a much higher potency, because it's superior quality. And this type of silver does not turn you gray. Um... Give you a little more um, insight. There's six liters of blood in the average human body. Um, if you take one teaspoon of any type, of any strength of silver, that six liter of blood will dilute it down by 1,200 times. Okay? Weaker silver solutions that are under 2,000 parts per million are ineffective in the body against most disease. Example, a 20 part per million silver is diluted to less than 1 one-hundredth of 1 part per million in the blood. But promoters mislead the public by saying that a 20 part per million silver kills bacteria in a Petri dish, which is called in vitro, without telling you that the same 20 part per million is not effective in vivo, meaning in the body, because it is diluted in the bloodstream down 1,200 times to less than one one-hundredth of one part per million of the six liters of your blood. It's, it's not concentrated enough to kill something, especially like Ebola. Okay, now, this, in a lot of scenarios, could be a life and death decision. Because there's a lot of people out there that are saying, well, I'm just going to take my, my generator silver. Okay, they're making a silver that's like 10 part per million. I'll just drink a lot of it. Well, you're going to almost have to drink it by the gallon to get enough. But that's not going to work either. You know why? As soon as that silver hits the chlorides of your stomach, or even if you held it in your mouth, but then again, you can do it by the gallon then. It's going to hit the chlorides in your blood. That silver converts to silver chloride, and that silver ain't going to do nothing against Ebola. I'm telling you, I'm telling you the truth. Whether you want to believe me or not, 
It's not. I'm not saying there's no therapeutic value, but you're going to be like literally neutralizing it as put it, as soon as you put it in your body. If that's what you're relying on for, especially for something like Ebola. That is just crazy. It's just crazy to do that. Um, anyway, the promoters will not put up the information that six liters of blood in everyone's body dilutes one teaspoon of silver of any type of strength down by 1,200 times. For disease, the correct solution is to have 20 part per million silver in your bloodstream. And for what you need to daily consume, uh, one teaspoon of 5,000 part per million silver for every 30 pounds of body weight um, is broken up in dosages per day. Essentially, what you're trying to do with the Ebola protocol that I said is, is you're trying to get your bloodstream to at least 20 parts per million so that it can at, literally be in the bloodstream and kill everything that it, that it, like every disease in the bloodstream. And that's what you're trying to create, okay? That's the type of environment. Granted, you're, you're not going to try to create that environment for more than typically one to four days. But in that time where it's life or death, and let's say something like Ebola was trying to kill you, well, that's what you want. You want maximum opposing. If you're going to go to battle, do you want to take 20 troops, or do you want to take 5,000? Okay? That's the, that's the question you have to ask yourself. And the thing that I'm seeing right now is everybody that's been on the old 10-part and 20-part per million bandwagon of electrically generated silver, and Vive is not made electrically, okay, it's made... It's made through a totally different process. It's true colloidal silver. Colloidal means particulate. It's true particulate colloidal silver. And all the particles are the same size. All these people that have been promoting their 20 part per million or 10 part all these years, they're not saying anything that does anything for Ebola. They're not saying anything. Now, I'm not, again, I can't claim a cure. I'm not claiming a cure. I'm just saying, if it was me, this is what I'd do. But I'm willing to stand behind this because I believe God led me to this product. And I've told you the, the, the story how... I found out about it on many other my broadcasts, and I've seen what it can do, and so I don't have any reservations about saying that. But it's funny, they virtually all went silent about their whiz-bang nano 10 or 20 part per million silvers when it comes to Ebola. They're not even talking about it. I've only seen one person say that it's the solution. And we're going to talk about that at the end of the study. I'm not going to say anything about it yet. Let's go further. Um, in comparison to a 4 ounce, 10 part per million colloidal silver that is commonly sold in a health food store for $20, it would take 500 of those 4 ounce bottles of 10 part per million colloidal silver or $10,000 worth to equal one 4 ounce bottle of the 5,000 part per million silver uh, and 5 miles of a protein at essentially around $100 a bottle. 10000 or $100. One bottle is concentrated, is the same as 500 four-ounce bottles of 10 part per million. One bottle of 5,000 part per million in five is equivalent to that. That's just simple math I'm doing. It's no sleight of hand. It's just simple math. So in actuality, this product is extremely cost-effective. 
<clears throat> the 5,000 part per million strength can also be diluted to make other strengths, and as a result, it's, it's the best value. At one time, I answered medical questions for a company that made a 20 part per million colloidal silver solution. That was Utopia. Okay. The president of that company told me personally, in a phone conversation, that he had far more invested in the styrofoam packaging of the silver, of, the 20, of his 20 part per million silver, than the colloidal silver itself. He joked about it. Okay, I give you now the protocols for other things you could do. Let's say it got in the respiratory system. Lung infections, nebulize, 100 part per million in five mild silver protein directly into the lung fields for three to four minute intervals several times per day. I was told by Invive I can't say anything more than 100. Personally, I've done up to 500 and I was fine. I think if it was worst case scenario and Mr. Death was on the doorstep, you might want to consider, you know, bumping that up a hair. Um, again, we're not talking about doing this for weeks on end. We're talking about, you know, doing this for, you know, I don't know, one to one to six to seven days, and you know, typically where you're at full dosage. Hopefully by that point you've begun, you've began to turn the corner. Um, again, that's de- that's dependent on several factors. Like I've mentioned earlier, you can also use the colloidal silver for sinus infections. You get a nasal spray bottle, like an Afrin bottle. You dump that stuff out. You put a 500 part per million solution in the Afrin spray bottle. Okay? And then you can mist that into the nasal passage, just like you would use a regular nasal spray bottle. If you want to put one drop of eucalyptus oil in the nebulizer cup, and in the Afrin spray bottle, it'll give it a nice smell. Just you know, it'll 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 it's just it opens up the airways. It opens up the lung fields. I just one drop is all it takes of of, of preferably an organic eucalyptus essential oil. I'm just saying these are things that I've done. Um, I give you more in. I give you more info here. You can also make. Um, people ask me all the time, what's this AG cream? AG is the chemical name for silver in the periodic table. AG cream is something that nobody sells from Invive. You make it. What you do is you just get some aloe vera gel, get the best you can get. I don't know if they make like organic aloe vera gel, probably the best. Get a gel, not a liquid, a gel, and then start putting the 5,000 part per million drops, like put it in its own little container, take the 5,000 part per million drops, and when it starts to liquefy, just at the point when it starts to liquefy, you've made your silver cream. AG stands for silver. And you can use that over wounds or whatever. Okay? So that's something else you could think about. Now here's the dosing chart for children and babies. This is going to be on page 13 and 14. It's kind of split. Okay, I'm not even going to get into that. You can look at that um, in... Do that if you like. I did a whole presentation online called Colloidal Silver, Mouth Silver Protein, Its Uses and Its History. It's kind of interesting. I give you the link to that. Not real long. Um, also, right now, if you do order off the uh, dr-johnson.com, drjohnson.com website, there the and Vibe is extending. They've never done this before. Um, they're uh, Offering a limited time offer of a free bottle of the 1100 part per million 
which is worth $30 for with every purchase over 99 You just get one model. I mean, it doesn't matter how much you order, you get one bottle. Um, but still, they've never done that before. They've never changed their prices. They've never done anything like this before. So they wanted me to make an announcement for them if you order off that uh, the website, uh, my website. It's not really mine, it's theirs, but they put it up for me when I did the tour back in 06. Anyway, so then, there's another one. Um, Avion Bird Flu, What to Expect, How to Prepare. That's my online presentation, PowerPoint, okay? It was my, my updated version of the um, the one I did on the 14 City Tour, okay? So you can click on that if you want, and then you can also, if you want, watch my Avion Flu it's called Avian Flu Killer of Millions. You can watch that. It's a little bit disjointed. They kind of start like I'm into the lecture and then they go back to the start. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure the whole presentation's pretty much there. Anyway, I give you a link to the video link of me speaking in Topeka, Kansas during the Prophecy Club. So you can click on that if you like. Also, my alternate website, I'm a, a listener put up a long time ago. And uh, God bless him. He put up a new link, because I checked his website. He put up a new link, and it's entitled Dr. Johnson's Preparedness Survival Pandemic Teachings. It's, it's pretty much all the, the survival pandemic teachings I've done all on one web page. Because I've covered this from multiple angles. Yes, I'm sure there's a ton of redundancy. Um, but also different stuff I've covered every time at the same time. And some, sometimes, from a learning curve standpoint, it's good to hear things over and over because you're, you're more apt to retain that the more you hear it. So I give you a link to that webpage where all those things are covered. Other things that you can do, I've talked about this before, other things you can do for your immune system, North American Urban Spice Super Strength Oreganol P73. It's probably the best oreganol oil you can use for your immune system. I'll give you a link to that company. I have nothing to do with them. Um, also, investing in a personal nebulizer where you can nebulize like the mild silver protein into the lung fields. Uh, I don't have any real recommendations on a brand. It's not really my forte, but you can get nebulizers now on eBay. I don't know about Amazon. I don't really like using Amazon because they associate a lot of wicked things. eBay, I'm sure, is too, but it's just almost impossible to stay away from everything anymore. You might be able to just find one online um, where you can literally put the 100 part into the nebulizer cup and nebulize it into the lung fields. Um, that would be very good to have on on hand concerning a uh, pandemic. Uh, now, also, I mentioned before about the ozonators. Royal Air Purifiers is the one I use. Uh it makes what they call Aaron, which is a supercharged version of ozone. Uh, I'll read you a little brief thing. Again, I'm not affiliated with the company. I just the one I use. I think they make a high quality product. They're not cheap, but they're high quality. Many air purifiers claim to clean the air, but what they fail to mention is that the air must pass through the air purifier, meaning the kind that are literal filters of the air, which can literally become breeding grounds for the infections. Royal air purifiers work differently. They create Aaron, which is a special high-level form of activated oxygen, which seeks out and destroys pollutants, bacteria, mold spores, and pet dander, 
not only in the air, but on surfaces as well. This is what I think is the answer to indoor air quality, especially when dealing with something like Ebola. Okay, Their safe, effective, affordable solution to indoor air pollution, unleashing the natural purifying power of oxygen to purify the air. I'll give you a link to their company. Uh, something people would say, well, what about just a good nutrient base to take? Because, I mean, I'm just talking about certain really key things. Um, the simplest one probably would be Intramax by Drucker Labs. It has 415 organic nutrient complexes in an all-in-one liquid formulation, supplies immune-boosting components of the C, E, selenium, and zinc, to name a few. Uh, you have to be referred by a healthcare practitioner, so i give you a link here if you want to order it. My referral code is 800 and that way you can order it online, or there's an 800 number. I've had people tell me, and, and I've called the company, they say, your referral code doesn't work online. If that happens to you, try clearing your cookies and your history, and restarting your computer, and try it again. Okay, because I'm finding, I just called the company again the other day, said this is happening again. They said, we were able to sign up no problem online. So I think it's a matter of maybe sometimes you might have to run maintenance, like a good maintenance program, like Advanced System Care is one of the ones I recommend. It's kind of an all-in-one, does everything, antivirus, the whole nine yards, runs a whole bunch of other things. Sometimes doing that can clear old garbage out of your system and your computer starts running a lot better. You have to do maintenance on a computer if you're using it a lot. Uh, if you don't, it's like never getting an oil lube and filter for your car. You just keep driving it. So it's going to break down eventually. It's going to have to. So anyway, I, I give you that 800 number there. Um, and uh, that's something else. It's not it, It's not a cheap product, I'll be honest. Uh, I wish the, pro, the price was better. But it's one of those products that literally could replace a ton of other things you might need to take. It's all kind of an all-in-one. So in that standpoint, it is very cost-effective. Gas mask rec- recommendations. Um, invest in a gas mask for each member of your household, but remember the gas mask is as only as good as the seal to your skin. Remember what I said about having a beard? Okay, this would include bearded ladies. I hate to say this, but if you're a bearded lady, you know, uh, you, you might want to shave. Anyway, um, so it's only as good as the seal to your skin. Don't put all your eggs in this one basket. I mean, you wouldn't want to just rely on your gas mask, you know, you know, uh, regarding not getting something like Ebola. Um, the, I've got a link here. It's approvedgasmasks.com. Um, there's one I give you an example of. You can click on that. Not to say there's not a lot of good ones out there. That's just if you didn't know. And then the book... Um, a good book is Dare to Prepare by Stan Dale. I'll give you a link to his book. Now, I've said all that, and then remember what I said earlier about I've been seeing there's only one person I've seen so far get out there and make a video saying, I know the cure to Ebola, and you better get a lot of this. And it's a 20 part per million nano. So remember what I said about nano? I'm not wild about anything nano. Because, you know, you're dealing with nanoparticles. You're dealing with things that, you know, the government is is doing a lot of different, like we just talked about the nano uh, RNA based Ebola uh, drug that they're getting ready to come out, that Monsanto's put all these millions into. I don't trust anything nano. Okay? 
And here we have good old Rima Labo of Natural Solutions Foundation coming out, putting out a video saying, I know that this is basically, you know, the cure. It's essentially you have this on hand. Her 20 part per million nano silver. Well, whenever I see anything about her, I throw up a huge red flag and, and it even bolstered further the whole thing about this. I honestly think this is a movement to discredit silver because a lot of people, I believe, will die. Especially if this Ebola thing kicks off, they will die horrific deaths because they took her advice and put all their trust in this 20 part per million nano silver that is not going to be able to overcome an Ebola type viral storm that you're going to be dealing with. Okay? Um, who is she affiliated with? Well, she's affiliated with her husband, Major General Albert Burt Stubblebine third. Now, I'm going to read you a little bit about her and her husband. Okay, so you can consider the source. When I saw that she's the only one that's had the audacity to come out and say this, and then I considered the source, which I've known this for a long time, and it made me have all the more red flags about these low part per million nanosilvers that seem to be all the rage in the last few years. Major uh, Stubblebine graduated from the United States Military Academy West Point, 1952, served in the U.S. Army for 32 years. Starting his career as an armor officer, he subsequently rose through the ranks to lead troops of every echelon echelon of Army command and held several senior posts in U.S. Army intelligence. His commands as a general officer include U.S. Army Intelligence Center, U.S. Army's Electronic Research and Development Command, blah, blah, blah. Whilst on active duty, Stubblebine also redesigned intelligence architecture in the United States Army. Uh, this guy's just done a lot of stuff here. He acted as part-time consultant to two government contractor, co- contractors, uh, Space Applications Corporation. More recently, and along with his wife, the psychiatrist Rima Labo, Stubblebine sat on the board of a Canadian submarine technology and claimed to be the designer of AEGIS, which is a major homeland security private initiative. So, again, very, very highly... Uh, aligned with very, very deep-level government stuff. Black ops, as you will see as well. Given this background and his resulting proximity to the U.S. government, eyebrows began to be raised in the health community in 2005 when, along with Rima Labo, Stubblebine launched the website of Natural Solutions Foundation. Why would, why would this general, okay... With this, with this psychiatrist wife of his, all of a sudden, go out of all of these black ops things that he's been doing and, and launch this website, Natural Solutions Foundation. And he began to promote himself as an expert on Codex Alimentarius, these things I've known about for like 15 years, about dietary and supplement restrictions that are coming from a global standpoint. Okay, I just don't have time to get into that point of it. Anyway, however, for a man who had previously held several senior posts in U.S. Army intelligence and who, as such, would be accurately, acutely aware of the need to ensure accuracy in gathering information, it quickly became apparent to experienced healthcare freedom observers that Stubblebine either hadn't done his homework properly or that he and Labau were intentionally spreading inaccurate and misleading material on Codex and other related dietary supplement in issues. If you were the government, slash Satan, and you wanted to discredit the one 
let's say, the one thing that could be the most effective tool against a pandemic, which self-admittedly is colloidal silver. I mean, admitted from research back in, from 1940, 1930, UCLA eradicated every lab, uh, eradicated every pathogen we put at it in, in our laboratories. All these different quotes. If you wanted to discredit the, the main tool, I mean, and silver's been used since antiquity to kill bacteria. I mean, going back thousands of years, okay, literally transporting water in silver vessels like kings and stuff that would do that so that the water would, would, would be fresh. Putting silver coins in milk so that the silver doesn't go. I mean, there's been so many applications of it throughout history. Okay, if you knew that, and you were Satan, and you were like, I want to make sure that we really discredit this one thing, because we know that this could be the potential thing that overcomes whatever we're going to try to throw at humanity, well, let's tell them that the, that the really low part per million ionic stuff, not true colloidal silver, is what's really going to get the job done, and we'll use our disinformation specialists like Stubblebine and Rima Labo in order to convey that message. Well, it seems like that's exactly what's happened. Because she just put a video up I don't know, very recently saying this very thing on her nano, 20 part per million nano silver, that's what you, and when I saw it was from her, I'm like, oh my word. Of all people, why doesn't this surprise me? Remember, they were intentionally posting misleading material on codex and other dietary related supplement issues, and they've been doing this stuff for years. This is their M.O., they do this through their website and press releases. Moreover, despite repeated concerns, they also beg for money a lot. That's one of their main things they do. We're going to die unless we have enough money, and I give you all this, all the information in this thing. I'm not going to go over all this. I'm only on page 15. This goes all the way to page 24. It's another nine pages of documentation of and of links you can click on to prove that they have a very bad agenda, and that they're incredibly money-hungry, and that they're always begging for money, and they're always saying the world, the sky's falling, and they're giving out a lot of bad information. So, um, moreover, despite repeated concerns being expressed by more experienced health, freedom observers, Stubblebine and Labo continue to disseminate this material, and pointedly ignore requests to remove it from their website. Okay, I, this is from a listener, she sent me this, Susan, and this was in September 6, 2010, okay, so, like, almost four years ago. And she says, Hi, Scott, I thought you might be interested you. I, and I didn't solicit this information. She just sent it to me. And I saved it in my my files and, and um, found this when I was doing research. I am sure you remember when Dr. Rima Labo, the website Natural Solutions Foundation, informed the world through Codex Alimentarius... Uh, re- 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 the world regarding Codex Elementaries, telling the world that Codex would go into effect on December 31st, 2009, okay, so almost five years ago, and as such, all vitamins would be removed from the shelves and that all vitamins were going to be classified as toxins. Well, obviously, that has not happened yet. I'm not saying it's not going to, because, I mean, if, if, if you've got the New World Order wanting to be implemented, they want to create a nice, weak, sickly population where they control everything. And they don't want us to have any rights to have these natural health products that would truly help bolster health because the better we feel, the more of a thorn we are in the backside of the Illuminati. Okay, Because we can get a lot more done and we can be a lot more proactive if we feel better. Rima Labo is the wife of Major General Albert Stubblebine III, 
Stubblebine is associated with Colonel John Alexander and Colonel Michael Aquino. Aquino. Yeah. If if now I know that a lot of people that just heard that are like, whoa. <laughs> okay, let me explain who Michael Aquino is. Colonel John B. Alexander of Los Alamos. Los Alamos is, you know, you see anything associated with that, that's a big red flag. Black ops, <coughs> highly secretive governmental stuff. And General Albert Stubblebine and Colonel Michael Aquino co-formed Psycho Technologies, Inc., or SciTech, that teaches remote viewing. Remote viewing? Yeah, like that movie, and I never watched it, I'm not saying watch it, but it's the men who stare at goats, I think. It was that movie with, uh, I forget his name, anyway. It was about, and our government has put millions of dollars into this, um, a governmental project that millions of dollars was put into where they literally... Um, trained men in the military to do remote viewing, which is a highly occultic witchcraft type thing where you literally, um, through occult practices, view, it's like, it's like you're spying on people halfway across the earth and you're doing it from in, in this trance-like state. I don't, it's not like astral projection where you're going out of body and going there. I don't know if they got into that aspect of it. But remote viewing, more in its pure sense, is, is literally going into like this trance-like state and literally observing things going on in other parts of the earth. Okay? It's witchcraft, is what it is. Okay? And we were putting millions of dollars into witchcraft. And guess who were the guys that were um, the ones that were responsible for that? Stubblebine, Rima Labo, the Natural Health Solutions, and then this guy... Colonel John Alexander of Los Alamos, and Colonel Michael Aquino. We're going to learn about Michael Aquino in a second. A review of the various websites shows all of them involved in non-lethal weapons and mind control, both during their military careers and subsequently. Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino is a high priest of the Temple of Set. It's a highly satanic Luciferian organization arguably the most prolific satanic institution. Aquino, a formal disciple of Anton LaVey, founder of the First Church of Satan, okay, who wrote the Satanic Bible that was released in 1966, I believe, or 69. Yeah, this is the same Anton LaVey. He was part of his church. He went and started his own little satanic church called the Temple of Set. But he's a colonel, he was a colonel in the army with, with one of the highest clearances in the army. Okay? He is reportedly a master psychic, a high-level witch, good at psionics, and rumored the highest-ranking member of the NSA. Many stories of ritual child abuse, including murder, have circulated about this guy for decades, including stories of child abuse at the Presidio. Before they gave the Presidio to, uh... Is it Gorbachev? That was where Michael Aquino was. This is, this is a guy in high-level government, in our own government. He's an absolute total Satanist, essentially. And although taken to court several times, he has never been convicted. Well, the courts are all controlled and bought off. And This guy is pure evil. He's working with good old Stubblebine in order to do remote viewing. What a match made in hell that is. 
Aquino was then an officer in the military reputedly in charge of Operation Mind War for the U.S. government. Operation Mind War was a sub-project of Project MKUltra, which is where they create mind control slaves to go and do their bidding, which grew out of Operation Paperclip which was a covert operation in which a large number of Nazi scientists, who were also occultists, were brought to the United States from the Nazi death camps of World War II to learn their techniques of torture, drugs, hypnosis, mind control, and genetic experimentation for covert operations. That's who we imported. Our wonderful government imported the, the worst of the Nazi um, scientists and doctors from places like Auschwitz and things like this. And he was in charge, and Michael Aquino was charge of, in, in charge of this. So what might be the motivation to get behind Rima Labo's claims regarding Codex Elementarius? This is a copy and paste from her website, and it says, Dr. Labo is the president of Neurotherapy Certification Board, which she helped establish in order to strengthen and develop the field of neurobiofeedback and bring it into widespread use as a powerful non-toxic tool for modern medicine. Susan says, I am sure that you are aware of biofeedback as an occult tool used to bring about altered states of consciousness, which is exactly what Stubblebine was doing with the remote viewing and with working with Aquino and all of the other MK Ultra mind control stuff that he was affiliated with. Really huge red flags here. Here's a whole lecture on remote viewing as a research tool given by Major General Albert Stubblebein on May 22nd through 25th, 1992. Here's the, I'm not going to read it, but but there's the, a lot of the verbiage for it, if you want to read it. Here's a picture of Stubblebein in, in Rima Labo, Agents of Satan. This is from John Hamill, who has fought against them for a number of years. He says, below my comments you will find the most recent characteristically and sensationalistic appeal for money from the so-called Natural Solutions Foundation. They would have you believe that unless you open up your bank account and immediately dump in vast amounts of your hard-earned cash into their larcenous coffers, that the earth will stop spinning on its axis and you will be left defenseless against Big Pharma, Codex, and our evil government. See, that's one of the main things of, of um, the New World Order. They want to control both sides. They want to have their disinformation people on, on you know, both sides of the coin whenever they create a problem. Then he goes on to say, Friends, if I had a dollar for every lie these dissemblers have told since the very dark days in which they first came on the scene in the global health freedom movement, I'd be a multimillionaire. Nearly everything that comes out of their mouths is spin and disinformation calculated to mislead and to, diver- and to divert the energies of the health freedom movement so that we fail to defend our access to healing nutrients and fail to defend against the coming planned flu pandemic. This was written a long time ago when he wrote this. Okay, Think about what I just said. Everything that comes out of their mouth is spin, disinformation, and calculated to mislead. To divert our energies. And fail and, and calculate it so we fail to defend against the coming flu pandemic. What did Rima Labo just say online during this video? She's the only one that's doing it. Make sure you stock up on your 20 part per million nano silver because that's going to be what overcomes Ebola. That's the cure. Oh, really? 
This is coming from the fork towel tongue mouth of Satan herself she's telling me that with the history they have oh I wonder if there's any hidden agenda behind that I never really said this before because I don't want to go around bad mouthing other stuff but I'm just telling you that this is this this is the person that said this and considering her history that should throw up some serious red flags now at the time he said he said to fail to defend ourselves against the coming flu pandemic well at the time, And what we've been talking about since 2006 is essentially been some variation of some pandemic flu. Whether it's H5N1, whether it's H1N1, whether it's the swine flu. Now we're talking about Ebola, which is a whole other different animal. But at the time of the writing, that was what was said. He goes on to say, Rampant sensationalism, outright lies, half-truths, spin, and shameless plagiarism are the hallmark of these usurpers of these usurpers work and the harm they have caused to our global health freedom movement has been incalculable. In nineteen ninety four, when we stopped the FDA's effort to nuke our access to supplements back to the Stone Age by passing the Dietary Supplement Health and Education Act, a big reason why all why why was the help we all received from the award winning filmmaker Kevin Miller, whose film let Truth Be the Bias, there's a link here, won the gold medal for Best Documentary in a New York Film Festival. So in other words, back in 94, there was a film that came out, Let Truth Be the Bias. It had a lot to do um, with passing the Dietary Supplement and Health Education Act. And, and this film that was put out, okay, which educated people and um, stopped this this absolute total attack on nutrients and supplements, okay? You should know that the so-called Natural Solutions Foundation of Rima Lambo and Stubblebine, General Stubblebine, sued this great man who put this film out, causing him much harm and pain to him and his family, effectively blocking him from being able to come out with a badly needed update to the film called We Become Silent, which you can see at this link. Now, I tried the link. It's down. Okay, I think you can still see We Become Silent online, but I don't think he was ever able to release it maybe in theaters. You should know that the so-called Natural Solutions Foundation has been spewing out the most outrageous spin about what supposedly happened regarding their dealings with Kevin Miller, the man that made the film, and also that they have been libeling me all over the place and publicly referring to me this is John Hamill, the guy writing the article, as a paranoid schizophrenic in hopes of marginalizing me and anyone connected to me in hope that no one will pay any attention to such information as this which amply exposes them as running a controlled opposition within the health freedom movement. So anything that comes out of Stubblebine or Rima Labo or health, uh, health Solutions or whatever, anything that comes from them, Natural Solutions Foundation. Anything that comes from them, I immediately suspect it as spin or disinformation or just outright lies. And you should do the same. Now, this goes on for another eight pages. I'm not going to get into that. I've said enough about it. Um, But I really felt like I needed to mention that because I don't know if I've even ever mentioned what I just said ever online. And it's kind of a long time overdue. Because I've had a lot of people, they'll send me links from Rima Lepo. And I have to give them the bad news that, listen, um, 
Now, I never even knew she was behind the silver, because I, I don't really make it a point of even following them that much. But when I saw that from her, I'm like, man, of all people to say that about the nano silver, wow, bad, bad, bad news with a very, very, very bad history in this regard. So, you know, be wise as serpents, gentle as doves. We, we're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. Why? Lest he get an advantage of us. My children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The Bible talks about it in Hosea 4.6. And this is why, as a watchman, I put this stuff out. So that's all I have for today. There's plenty more that you can read in this PDF. There's another eight pages and um, a lot of other links that we didn't even really go into. There's other links here that go into Dr. Raff um, has done a ton of exposing of them as well. He's a good MD that has literally exposed Stubblebine and, and Rebo Labo. I think they're even been, I think they tried suing him or whatever. They're, they're pretty nasty dudes, people. Um, but I believe totally they're agents of Satan, and that's what you would expect from somebody like that. So that's all I have for today. Um, God bless you, and we'll close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for letting us come together again to um, explore these issues, Lord. Pray whatever your will is regarding the study. I just pray, God, that your will be done, that it be blessed, that um, you give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive the truth, Lord. Um, I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed, Lord, as we forgive those who have sinned against us, and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us, and that the name of the Lord Jesus Christ be glorified through your remnant through the body of Christ, Lord, and that you would use us mightily in the days and times ahead, Lord, for your glory, that through us you would lead many people to the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, God, in every respective case of Christian hearing this, that you would convict them, even if even if that's nothing, even that is to literally, Lord, do nothing, I pray that you would convict us of what you would have us do in our respective situations, and that we would just simply be obedient to whatever that conviction may be. Maybe that conviction can only be obtained through prayer and fasting. Then I pray you would convict us on an individual basis um, of what kind of prayer and fasting we might need to do in order to obtain whatever instruction for that. I pray for divine providence in regard to um, the body of Christ, Lord, and that your angels would encamp around about us and go before us to prepare the way. We ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.